the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Jonathan Swift once said, a wise person should have money in their head, but not in their heart. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to James Ranson. James helps six-figure business owners write and publish high-quality books that will double their revenue within three years. And then you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert, James, will share his experience, expertise, and the tools that he suggests to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our experts' advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to our expert, James Ranson, for his expert advice. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. Today we have a messy back-end question submitted by an anonymous listener. You all, every one of these questions, everybody's asking. You don't have to be anonymous. But here we go with the anonymous question. I have written and published my book. The hard work is now starting. How do I market and make money from my book? That's a fantastic question. Firstly, I really want to give you some props right away for saying that the hard work has now started. I, w- I was a little nervous you were going to say the hard work is done now. I'd be like, well, about that. <laughs> <True> that. 
so, so congratulations on writing your book. That's fantastic. I'm really proud of you. You have a lot to be proud of. It's a great, you know, journey that you're going through uh, to do that. And I'm sure the book is great. Um, you're anonymous, so I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's great. So your question being, what do I do now? And that is a huge and important question for business owners, because a lot of the time in the self-publishing industry today, the message that you get is, all right, I've written the book and now everything is supposed to live happily ever after. And I'm, you know, the clients are supposed to come rolling in and everyone's going to be calling me to speak on their stages and all these fun things. And, you know, and yes, a book can help you do all of those things. And I'm sure that, that some of them are why you wrote the book in the first place. But the idea that it's just going to kind of happen once you hit publish or once you become an Amazon bestseller is unfortunately a really big myth in this industry. And I, I end up having to bust that myth quite, quite often. And, you know, it can be fun, but it can also be a little bit sad when you're like, but I put in all this work. Uh <laughs> I can see that, you know, and I see um, also a lot of authors expecting that their book is going to bring them loads of money. And the book yeah. actually, the book is not the part that brings in the revenue, is it? Mm -hmm. exactly. That's a whole other topic, probably. <laughs> well, it, it is It is part of this topic. It's probably, it is definitely its own topic. But I, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up because what, a big part of this myth, about, of this misconception is that, that you're going to make money from selling the book. And, you know, honestly, you're probably not going to. Like, you might make some. Like, you might make a few hundred dollars, maybe a couple thousand over a year or so. Like, if you do a bunch of book marketing and all this stuff. But... You know, most business owners are going to make a lot more money giving away their book than they're ever going to make selling it. Because you think about it like this, if you're going to sell a book on Amazon, firstly, if you're going to do an Amazon launch, you need to discount it either to free or 99 cents to get traction there. And so you're not going to make money that way. But if all you're trying to do is sell the book, you know, maybe you'll sell it for $10, let's say, and then Amazon takes a third of that. So you get like 650 for each book that you sell. And let's say you sell 100 copies of your book over whatever time period, okay, so you've made $650, congratulations, you can't run your business on that. You can't run a six, a six figure business on 650 or even $6,500 in book sales, that, that doesn't work. So what do you do? So what, where does this money come from? If you have, if you're trying to go from, from like high five figures to six figures or six to multiple six, how do you do this? You are going to give the book essentially to the people who need to see it who need to have that message in front of them so that they can work with you or so that they can put you in front of their audiences. And that is where the actual money comes from. So let's say if you spend, you know, $10,000 on putting a book together and getting out in the world, and then you make back a thousand dollars in book sales, that's, you know, that's a 90% loss. That's a terrible investment. You don't want to do that. But if you, uh, if you put the same amount of money into the book and then you use that book to go and get 10 clients that are each going to pay you $10,000, over the next year or whatever that is, suddenly you are you're getting a 900% profit on your investment. And that's an incredible return. Of course, that's a good investment. So as you think about this, the first part of how you make money with your book is really going to be this mindset shift from I have to make money by selling the book to I don't care about selling the book. My goal is to give it away to the right people. Right. And I love that. And you know, I've actually, I've been to several events where you listen to a speaker and you get their book. Mm -hmm. and then you get to go have them sign it. Mm -hmm. So then you're actually more attached to that book. You're actually more willing to share it with your tribe and be like, look, I got a picture with the author. Here's the book. And that is actually, to me, seems like more traction for the author as well. 
And of course, when you're introduced as a speaker, you know, I can't wait to have my book. So when I'm introduced, they can say the author, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one yeah. of the big things is because then you become an authority to people, mm -hmm. which is where the true value lies, correct? Absolutely. So there's this great combination of authority and personal connection that a book can give you because having just having the book saying, yeah, I wrote the book on that. I mean, it, it's, it's, it sounds a little bit silly, but it's true. Like being able to say that has you know it has this authority that that says you know i actually know what i'm talking about i've been there i've done that and i can help you solve the problems that you're dealing with in that area so there's this authority that that people are gonna are gonna say wow that's really cool i want to learn from you because you have done this awesome thing and you have a book about it but the other side of that is that when you give somebody this book when you you sign it and take a picture with them at an event. That's a great example. Or when you, you look at your list of, of prospects and you literally mail them a copy of the book and say, hey, I was thinking about you when I wrote this and chapter six has something in it that I think would be really helpful for you. Those people are going to respond really positively. And if, if, even if they specifically don't end up working with you right now, they may end up working with you a little bit later, or they may end up referring someone to you who are like, you know what, this guy is, is the real deal. Like, cause he's, he's a person or she's a person who wants to give value to the people who have this book. And that, that brings so much more value both to your audience and to your business. Absolutely. You know, one of my favorite books is High Performance Habits by Brenda Bouchard. Mm -hmm. And he's one of the ones that when he writes a book, he sells it for the cost of shipping and publishing, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So I think I paid $7 for the book. I didn't just buy it for myself. I've actually bought it for clients. I've bought it to hand out at events and I quote his book or mention totally. his book probably in about 25% of my podcasts mm -hmm. and for sure on a regular basis um, to a lot of my friends and I actually have his podcast as well. So there you go. that, you know, because he's, he gave me the book quote unquote for $7 and I was able to learn a ton from it the marketing that he's getting just from me alone is worth more than the $7 I paid for it. So Absolutely. that's, you know, that's the way to go. So you were telling me earlier that there's one thing that you should not do and a couple of things you should do to market your book. So one thing that you should not do is as is we've, we've covered it a little bit already is just rely on sales and specifically just rely on making yourself an Amazon bestseller. I could talk for several hours about how being an Amazon bestseller is not what most people think it is and doesn't help as much as most people think it does. We don't have time for that on this podcast. Maybe I'll come back and answer that question another day. But what it boils down to is hope is not a strategy. If you become an Amazon bestseller, whatever that means, and then you expect that to do all the work for you, that's not how that's going to work. That's not going to happen. So I personally don't recommend trying for it at all. If you want to, if you feel like that'd be a really important thing for you, then fine. But that's, that is literally the beginning, the very beginning. It's not the end. Right, right. And I've seen that a lot. They're like, I'm an Amazon bestseller, but you and I both know, and anyone who's listening who's never done this doesn't know, mm -hmm. is that that's actually not that difficult. Shh, don't tell anybody it's, else. That's nope, the messy nope. back end because it's Keep really it not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Go and Google um, a book called Putting My Foot Down by Brent Underwood. I, I don't have time to describe it here, but basically he gamed Amazon to show how easily it, easy it was to become a bestseller. And it's a really funny story. So go, go look that up. Oh, that's awesome. It. Yeah, we'll make sure that's in the show notes. This sounds like yeah. a good book. So, so then the couple things that you do want to do. The first one, and this might be a little bit of a no-brainer, but I'm going to say it anyway, make sure your book is good. 
like write a good book and i will you know shameless plug here i have a book here it's literally called don't write a crappy book oh my gosh i love it so much i love that so much <laughs> and and it, it lays out you know and it lays out mistakes that authors make without knowing that they're making them and i i would love to to offer anyone listening to this a free digital copy of that if you go to to jamesranson.com you can download free digital copy of don't write a crappy book um Point being, you know, shameless plug over. Totally fine. It'll be in the show notes. I love it. Awesome. So uh, point being, if you are using your book to grow your business, that book becomes your first impression to anyone who has never met you and your customer communication to anyone who already knows who you are. And those two things are absolutely paramount to having a successful business. So if you have a good book, it means you're doing those things well and you're doing them right and in a way that is actually supportive of what you're trying to do and who you are. And if you are not, if you write a crappy book, then you'll give bad first impressions and bad customer communication and any of your business growth goals that you have for your book just won't happen. Right. And you know, a lot of people, so for me, because I have two different types of businesses, my struggle mm -hmm. has been how do I write the book that will most benefit what it needs to do? So I almost have to write two different books to be able Potentially, yeah. You know, because you want your book to guide them to you, mm -hmm. the right people to you, I should say. Yes, yes. And that actually, that's a, firstly, that's an, a whole other podcast topic. I okay, we'll do it. To come to I'll come back and I'll talk about that. But secondly, that's a really good segue into the second thing that every author should do when it comes to marketing their book which is instead of focusing on trying to get it in front of thousands of people who may or may not know you or may or may not care who you are, focus on getting it in front of a few hundred people who absolutely know you or will know you, but absolutely need what you have, who are absolutely looking for what you are offering. Because if you have that match, you can run and grow a six-figure to multiple six-figure business on a relatively small a group of people, a few hundred people rather than multiple thousands of people. So that would be the second thing I would suggest, you know, figure out who that audience is, write the book for them, and then use the book to reach out to them and cultivate them as people who, who will benefit from being in your space. Right. I think that, you know, that's one of the, so the, the three things I'm hearing is don't write a crappy book, write it for the people that you want to actually read it and write it for them. So a lot of people will write copy for themselves, mm -hmm. right? The, the book and copy are the same. You need to write it for the person who's reading it, not necessarily for yourself. I suppose that's a whole other episode as well. It is. We're going to have to have like three more episodes to talk about the book. But as far as- That's okay. Up, I'm happy to come back. <laughs> awesome. We would love to have you back. So as far as um, marketing your book and getting it out there, remember the most important things are that your book isn't going to make you money unless you make your book make you money. Basically, yeah. What you are going to do, you are going to use the book as a marketing tool for the services and products that you provide that are at much higher value and give much more benefit than simply reading a book would. Right. Absolutely. And quoting it, like quote your book, get people oh, to quote sure. it too. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting all these ideas now. Like once we start talking about something, my mind starts like wandering over into the millions of other ideas that can go with it. So thank you so much, James. I appreciate you joining us on the show today. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them, work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it 
and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo! Well, that's all we have for today's episode of The the, the, the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.